1: Guys being dudes, dudes to the right, dudes to the left, stuck in the middle with you. Got another dude! Heisman Trophy, Bronco Nagurski Award, Ultimate Dudes. Got another dude! O-line you, bunch of dudes. Lot of dudes! Yeah! yeah! Another dude in
0: the house! Yeah! Welcome to the Lot Dudes Podcast, special edition, bowl week. Hey Matt. Why does a Hawkeyes fan pour his cereal on a plate? Why is that, Matt? He lost his bowls. Oh. So that's that one I got okay. from the internet. Okay. Um, Santa left the Eagles a big present under the tree on Selection Sunday as Bama snuck into the playoff, setting off a chain reaction that, against all odds, put the Eagles in the pinstripe bowl against Iowa on December 27th in the Big Apple. On today's episode, we'll break down the Hawkeyes, bring back Duda Pood, and discuss uh, Jim Christian and the basketball team shutting me up big time, Matt.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, I, th- I think you just about nailed it. Santa definitely left us a, a nice present. Uh, this was a very exciting surprise to get called back to New York City. I think everyone in the in the you know week leading up to Selection Sunday was was saying you know basically worst case polls of pre Christmas in you know Tampa uh, against FAU. There was some other one I think down south, both both pre Christmas, which was. Um, you know, not going to be not going to be very enjoyable. Uh, but saved by Alabama getting to the college football playoffs. We'll have to talk about that in a little bit. Whether it was the right call. It was just ironic because you know the Iowa win over Ohio State, you know, obviously played a big role in in knocking them out, and and now obviously we see Iowa in the game. So full circle.
0: It it sure is, Matt. Is it uh, so tonight? Florida Atlantic and Akron are playing in the I, I don't know what bowl. Is this the bowl that we would have been in?
1: Is it so, is it Gasparia
0: because that's the I one think we it been is. In. Yeah. yeah you know what? It was right? going to be, it was
1: going to be Gasparino or Birmingham. Right, uh, right, right.
0: So this one's in Boca Raton, right? So that was, that was one of them. Um, and by the way, I, this is kind of a, a qualm for another time because it ended up working out in our favor, but why was it just, you know, decided that we were going to fall out of the ACC? You know, it was just yeah. A, it was a foregone conclusion. Like it, Florida state is a, is a shit team this year. They lost their coach, but no, let's, let's bring Florida state because they have, you know, a bunch of, you know, fans that I guess travel and all that. I I, I understand that part of it, but, why is BC always getting the short end of the stick?
1: Well, and also, by the way, Florida State, I mean, if you saw their last couple home games, especially the game they had on, on championship weekend, there were like 20 fans there. Like, right. yeah, historically they have a huge fan base, but but people are so down on this team, especially losing Jimbo. They're not exactly going to be a, a massive draw unless it's in their backyard. I think, quite honestly, a big reason we get hurt is proximity. So, you know, uh, they would rather in, in uh, what I guess, the Sun Bowl they'd rather, or that's, that's a higher tier bowl, I guess the military bowl, they'd rather take a Virginia. Um, if it's going to be kind of an equally bad team in their minds, they'd rather at least have, have more of a proximity. But I agree. I don't think it's right. Um, but the, the, the pinstripe tickets are flying off the shelves. I think we've sold out a few of our sections. We have ours. What do I think we have? I think we have 13 or so uh, in a group They just arrived the other day. So I think we're going we're, we're gonna to have a nice little home field advantage. It sounds like the Iowa fans are, are not that excited and their tickets are not moving that well.
0: No, and it sounds like, and it's—I get it. If you're from Iowa, right, it's kind of tough to to justify, because it really has to be a full-on trip to New York, and you got to pay for hotels, and it's a whole production. I, I think they all wanted the the Music City, right? Cause that's, yeah, they that's did. Closer yeah. To them and So, so and, um, and I think
1: every projection basically had them going there. It's drivable. Uh, obviously, it's cheaper. A lot of them already booked hotels. Um, and look, New York's an expensive city, especially around Christmas time. And, and I, I don't know much about you know economics of of Iowa, but I would imagine the cost of living is is you know, lower there than it is on the East Coast, uh, so I think that's that's definitely a tough trip for them to make. And then plus the cold weather. I don't know how, how warm Nashville is, but it is going to be very cold, as we'll get into it a bit, uh, which will be unha- you know uncomfortable for the casual fan.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Matt, just real quick here, I just want to get this off my chest before we get into football talk. Um, obviously, if you, unless you've been living under a rock, the BC basketball team came out of nowhere. And knocked off Duke. And I just want to just publicly apologize for everything I've said bad about them. I want back on the bandwagon. They're fun to watch. I love, I absolutely love Bowman. Um, Chapman, I don't think, has ever missed a shot that I've seen. Matt, can I, can I get back on the bandwagon? All the bad things I said about Jim Christian, I take back. Let me back on.
1: Yeah, I think that was, that was a thorough apology. It, it is funny because the shoe is on the other foot, I think. Obviously, I was not nearly as as negative, I think, as as you were on footballer in the year. I was never outright rooting for them to lose, like like I think some of us think you are. Well, that was uh, out of you context. Were. That was yeah, out sure. of context. Fake Baldwin over here. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think I think that was you know you, you definitely ate your humble pie, and I think I uh, would definitely welcome you back on. And you're coming in at the right time.
0: So, so, well, just one other point on that. It, it really hit home for me when I saw BC in the in Joe Linardi's. Top 68 or whatever it was, the, the bracketology. Yeah. Um. I, I just can't. This you know the, I've been waiting for them to make the tournament since what well, we were seniors in high school and they lost in the first round to USC. I think it but was killed. Yeah,
1: there was USC and it was and really they,
0: close. So they didn't make it in our four years. They haven't made it since then. And so I've always been a huge fan, but I picked this year to kind of go all in um, against the team. And if <laughs> if this is the year we make the tournament, maybe that's I, the secret. I couldn't live with it. So I'm back on. I apologize. Let's just shoot threes. I don't want to see. A two-point attempt the rest of the way. We should play five guards in Mitchell, whatever he is. I'm still kind of learning the guy's names and all that, Matt. But I'm, I'm going to get up to speed quickly here. But, uh, no, 100%. Watching them storm the court was, uh, was awesome. And just absolute electric atmosphere. And just out of nowhere, too. No one saw that one coming.
1: Yeah, so the only thing I'll say on the Lenardi stuff is, unfortunately, it sounds like that's a technicality that we're in. Right. Uh, all of his because we're ACC champs, they automatically take the first place in the ACC. Which again, shout out little little dude of the of the episode, uh, BC being uh, ACC leaders for I guess it's been like ten days now, which is nice. But um, yeah, no, I mean, it was just a tremendous performance against Duke. I think you, you know, and people, a lot of people had them penciled in as a potential. Bubble team, you know, with Hawkins, that was a huge addition. Obviously, him going out sucked, but look, we're sitting at nine and three right now. Those three losses are not horrible. It's Texas Tech, who's a good team, a tournament team. Nebraska, well, who's right around us at, at the well, RPI, that one's not great. And let me cut in here. Yeah, we don't
0: we don't have any other at all quality wins no. outside, outside of Duke, right? I mean. Those are those are three winnable games and we lost them all by a lot, right? So, so that's the only reason I'm eh, not fully Nebraska, on board.
1: Nebraska and Nebraska and Providence. Actually really all three of those were were games that, you know, were kind of toss-up games. Uh did we lose and, by 20 to all, like all three of them? No, definitely not. And, and, and if the scoreline did get out of hand at the end, it was they were close to within, you know, 5 minutes left. Uh, I think Nebraska. They were down one with like five minutes left. Texas Tech. They were right there. So, you sound like me defending Daz. This is well, incredible. I do. But you know, no. But but they were right there. And and you know, I think the Duke win shows that they can close out. So um, from what I've seen, so they obviously have one more non-conference game left. I think it's another cupcake. Uh, or Rich, Richmond. Richmond, the Richmond, who beat us who beat us last year, but they're actually having a pretty down year, so that should be a win. Uh,
0: you know what, Matt? They they invest on the guys on the bench that do the do the tricks after a shot gets that's made. True. They, yep, and they that's do, true. Yep, that's true. They do the choreography, so that's what happens. I mean, that's I, I hope we win by 40 because that stuff that got old for me after a while. It was the first the
1: first one was funny, um but then it was like every day
0: on Sports Center a new no, Richmond trick. Like it's you. like, hey, why don't you guys practice
1: your free throws instead? So, um, yeah, no, no, I'm a, I'm a thousand percent with you there. So I think you know we get that win, and then if we go. If we go 2-1 and one to start the ACC, which is doable, because we play Virginia, probably a loss. But then we have two, you know, kind of toss-up games. Uh, I don't know what they have off at the top of my head, but that would put us at, what, 12-4 and four with three ACC wins. I mean, that's, I think, at least getting votes uh, in the top 25, which would be a tremendous change from, from obviously, what we've seen over the last eight years.
0: Only, only thing to add here, just going forward, that game plan obviously worked. And everyone's saying Duke is horrible defensively, and that's probably true. Um, why are we not just... Converting 100% to to three ball offense. Why don't we play four guards and, and is it Mitchell? Is that the guy that the, yeah. the lockdown defender? Yes. Yeah. Freshman. Why don't we play four guards? We'll have Bowman, Robinson, Chapman. I don't know. Vin Baker Jr. and then uh, and then Mitchell, and then. That's our that's our lineup. Popovich, I've never seen anyone look more scared. Everyone, uh, played, I'm everyone said he, he, I'm yeah, he, had, Pop. he had a better second half, but I've never seen anyone play that scared against Bagley, uh, which I guess is, is is somewhat defensible. But he looked he looked terrible out there for the first ten minutes specifically. Um, so just based off that sample, I don't know that I want him in the rotation. And our bigs in general, Reyes is terrible. Um, I, I I don't know. I think they gotta just switch to the Villanova game plan and just start jacking up threes. Let Bowman take over the game. When Robinson, you know, wants to play well, he can. Um, but <laughs> I mean, the other thing is our fan base needs to figure it out. We, yeah, we can, so we couldn't sell out, say that. We couldn't sell out Duke, and then everyone started showing up at halftime, right? Everyone texts their buddies. It's like, hey, hey, we might be at Duke. our senior year. Well, it's, it's it's I mean, not much has changed since since well, we left. But this
1: game sold out a week uh, a week in advance.
0: Did it look full the
1: first half? Yeah. Matt? no, yes, it did. absolutely did.
0: Well, Matt, you're taking away my whole narrative here. I have Sorry. this written down. I didn't think it looked that full, but then you saw people. Well, and it happened when we were there too, right? So that, that was one was bad. Thinking. That was
1: literally there were like ten. It minutes was empty, there yeah. And, and, and 10 then ten minutes to go, it got flooded. Obviously, they jinxed it. Um, no, you know, I think I think the only thing that's a little disappointing about the the way the schedule lines up, and obviously it's so nice to just get this win right out of the way, but to then have to follow it up with you know three cupcakes, you would love to get another you know, even mid-tier ACC team in there next to keep the momentum going. Look, the reality is that we could be, you know, a top 10 team and it's still gonna be hard to get out fans for Central Connecticut on a, you know, Saturday afternoon. So uh, it would have been nice to keep the momentum going. I hope that it does. I hope that the students are reflective of, hey, we got a three loss team with a win over Duke and, and you know, we're, we're playing some ACC schools. Yeah. Uh, they, they they mentioned, I mean, Bowman and the guys mentioned in the press conference, you know, how much they they fuel off students as, you know, college basketball is built off of, uh, you know, student and atmosphere like that. So, um, that's something that I, that I would hope to see. It's, it's a weapon, you know, as bad of a, an arena as Conti is, it's a little small, can get loud when, uh, when it's packed. So that's, that's something we definitely want to use to our advantage.
0: 100%.
1: So I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll wrap it up with, uh, BC basketball in general, what they've done over the past, uh, since really, we, we last, you know, uh, had an episode. They're definitely a dude and I, I kind of want to get that up front. Uh, they're pood, they're think, pood
0: for me, Matt, actually.
1: Oh, you're going to – okay, you're going to get into that. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I also have a dude – I have my own dude or pood, you know, irrespective to that, as well as dude of the week. So why don't you go ahead and, and keep BC basketball in your pood? I'd love to hear this uh, spin zone.
0: It's it's not really a, a, that good of a, a spin zone here. It's just when I saw all those guys rushing the court, it just made me think, man, that must have been great to be a student during a big-time t- big win like that. Um, and we had – we had none, We had nothing like that. We, we didn't have none. USC. USC was uh, a couple years after. It's us. Horrible. The yep. Syracuse win was two years after us. I think. it was 2014. Right. Oh, that was uh, on the road.
1: Yeah, Syracuse was on the road, and I think that was 2014, also. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So, so double wrong there. Um, but yeah, and, and then you know before that they had a big win over Duke. That's actually it's hanging in my living room. The picture of senior you know, BC. year, yeah, senior high school, yeah, exactly. Right. It, it, which so we we just we kind of just missed everything. Um, but I don't know. Just just to think how cool. Cool that experience must have been with and uh, with them turning the lights off and everything. I mean Which I cool. love by the way. I do want to oh, yeah. uh,
1: Mini Poot Mini Poot is 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 the general public being like, What what is BCA administration doing shutting the lights off? Buddy, those are our it's like our hockey uh, goal celebration. When they score the goal, they shut the lights off, they do a spotlight around the arena. Clearly that's what they did here. It looks sick. Uh, it was like a wild atmosphere. But I completely agree with, with everything you said. To not to go to go four years in, in in you know an ACC school without rushing the court once, without well, rushing the field once. Well, Matt, without let me aid. correct
0: you. Let me correct okay. you. NC State. Remember NC State? Was that, that – was that, nope, ah, that wasn't during nope, our four years that was either. one year. Yep, that was, that was first as, year out. That was as close as we got to storming the field That was as close as we after got to we finally got back to a bowl. We got back to a bowl after
1: team. being horrible, you know, the, the last terrible two years of Spaz. Uh, so, yeah, didn't rush the court, didn't rush the field, didn't make the NCAA tournament, didn't win a bowl game. Uh, but great. We had two hockey championships. So, so that's all that matters. Uh, and and we always
0: joke about this, but how many hockey championships would you throw away for, you know, a sweet 16 appearance during our time? I would, I would, I I, I
1: honestly, I think I would even go sweet 16, definitely elite eight. I would give up the entire, definitely. (laughs) I would fold the program tomorrow for, for a single elite eight appearance uh, or BCS bowl appearance, uh, in our, in our four years. So yeah, no, I just like, I I say all the time, the reason that BC has such good college hockey fans is because it's a crutch because we suck at everything else, but like, we want to be good. So it's like, oh, well, you know, I don't really care about football or basketball because our hockey team is awesome. We pack Connie every Friday night. So, you know, it's a little bit annoying. And I, you know, I, I think that, uh, it's much easier to do well there when there's only like five teams that, that compete, but you know, with that said, love what Jerry and the boys are doing, and obviously I'll be there to, <laughs> to root them on come March when, uh, you know, in trophy yeah. season. I'll probably watch well, the bean pot. That's
0: exactly. Let us, let us know when the when the bean pot starts and when hockey the the playoff starts and the frozen – and we'll see you then. I mean, that's that's what it is with hockey. I agree 100%. I, I would maybe keep one of them, but, but you know, give the rest of them away for any measure of success, um, especially recent success for uh, football or basketball. Um, so that's my pood. You know, it would have been cool to, to have any type of, you know, you know, cool athletic fanhood experience, but, um, that's all right. I think with Daz, we got a lot more to come. So we at this
1: looking forward to those. Oh, the the sky is, the sky is as bright as ever right now with Daz and Christian. I mean, this is going to be the new, with Daz. let's uh, so not,
0: I'm, I'm not still, let's not, uh, you know, extend
1: Christian another six, years again. It's going to be the Billy Donovan, Urban Meyer of Florida, you know, when Daz is <laughs> offensive coordinator there and feeling good. Um, all right. So I'm going to just do, I, I got two more little basketball, small things, Uh, so a dude and dude of the week, my dude of the week is this guy who hit the 94 foot putt at the BC basketball game. I think it was the Columbia game. Um, it was one of the ones after the Duke game, but it was a mid, a mid game promo. And he putted a ball from one base, uh, a golf ball from one baseline to the other into what essentially was a toilet paper tube. I I physically can't imagine how, how difficult, impossible, improbable, whatever it is. I I mean, that is so hard. I'd love to hear it.
0: It's really not that difficult.
1: Oh, sure. Okay. To, to go on hardwood, by the way. You're not Hard, on a slow hardwood, green.
0: That's what I'm saying. Hardwood, I mean, it, it's not like there was, you know, any type of slope to it. It's, it's a hardwood floor. As long as you can putt straight, it, you should, it, it really should be a, an, an easy putt. I mean, if you think about it. It's just you hit the ball straight and it travels straight. You don't have to worry about speed. You just – all you do is line up the, the, the line of the putter to the middle of the ball. And I'm a good putter, so maybe that's just different for me. I know you're not so good um, short game-wise, but – um Sorry to cut you off. Were you saying that was impressive?
1: Yeah, well, I wasn't. And, and what I'm actually going to do is we're going to take our, our, our sponsorship checks that come in. We're going to rent out a basketball court for literally 12 hours and let you try to hit, try to hit that putt for 12 straight hours. Because I guarantee you, you won't be able to do that. That is an incredibly impressive feat. Uh, that is such a, a bad take by you just because you you know you, you worked at a, a pro shop for a few years. You think you're, you know, whatever, Phil Mickelson draining 94-foot bombs. but uh, In fact, I used
0: to do that all the time in the pro shop. You set up, you know, like a, a cup on the other side of the room and you, you put all day cause you got nothing else to do, but answer the phones and sell some merch. So, that's what I, and maybe that's that's my experience and you don't that's have a, that, Matt, that that's practice. A, but that's a, that's a pretty impressive I, I that's a pretty impressive you, pro shop. You could fit would, a whole basketball court in there. I would that's make huge. A nine out of ten of those
1: putts. That, that's question. that's amazing. You could fit a whole basketball court in your pro shop. That's that's a ton of merch you had to move.
0: Yeah. So why don't you keep going? Here, I, I don't have anything <laughs> else on the right, on this well,
1: topic. Well, due to the week, that guy was awesome. Uh, bad job by BC for only making the gift from a thousand dollars of Under Armour gear. That should have been like a free semester or at least I don't know something more than that. Um, and then my my other dude would be us for. Breaking recruiting news uh those of you who follow us on twitter uh on saturday night we released some major breaking news that did that did that uh, turn out to be true well not well we're gonna get there but uh jarius hamilton (laughs) who is a huge recruit uh i mean this would be the biggest get we've had in in i mean honestly a decade probably uh he's got offers from maryland unc duke um we have breaking news. We're officially going to call it. He is going to commit to BC. We have some inside sources who are giving us some information and we feel confident enough, uh, or I should say bold enough to, to make that call. So no confirmation yet. Uh, and every day that goes by, I get a little bit more nervous, but if this ends up breaking and, and we were the first ones to call it, uh, I mean, it'd be like the first people landing on the moon, honestly.
0: Yeah. And, and the good news about having a uh, you know medium like we have is Nothing bad can happen from just just breaking news like this. It could be completely wrong. I think yep. it probably it probably will be. If I know why. no downside, uh, absolutely our, no downside. Our source stinks. Um,
1: our source is really bad, but it could yeah, be true. Was, by the way, our source our source is not real. We specifically told he did, us yeah. not to tweet it. And we tweeted <laughs> he wasn't confident it. enough, but whatever. You know, so you got to take a risk if you want to if you want to get your name out there. Yeah, worst so, case I we think get sued. It. And there's,
0: you know, there's nothing wrong with getting to or up-and-coming blog, So, uh, yep. you know, no such thing as, as bad publicity there. So, Jairus, um, Gyr- is that how you say it? Jairus? Gyr- yeah, gyrus?
1: I, I spelled it Jairus, but I think it's gyrus. I think it's gyrus. Jairus, if you're yeah. listening, um, either way, we're going to be fine. We'd love to have you as an eagle, though. Um, By the you, way, can, you, if Gyrus is listening, that's great news for us. I can't imagine he's listening to fourth and dude if he's going to be committing to Maryland or UNC.
0: Shoot us a DM either way, Gyrus, and we'll we'll – We'll break whatever school you're actually going to as well. We'll, we'll break it twice.
1: Not worried That'll about that. Awesome. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Let's go ahead with your dude.
0: Uh, right. My dude. Let me check the list here, Matt. My dude is going to be – oh, this is football. Is it football time? I'm going back to football in mine let's, too. Let's go. All right. Let's talk some football. Um, so it's going to be Daz, but more importantly, it's going to be the move that Daz made in signing uh, Anthony, Coach Anthony Campanelli um defensive backs coach good so line, he, yep. he he just won the coach the defensive back coach of the year uh, which is you know a, a pretty huge honor when you think about all the programs that are out there you know he's he's beaten B- the bama coaches and um you know uh, you know ohio state coaches and and all the other top program he, he is the best defensive back coach in the country um and it's only his second year doing it i mean he's he's new to the college scene relatively um he, i think he was bigger in the in the new jersey high school scene he's obviously very well connected um, he's already produced in a huge way, recruiting-wise. I think four of our best players. Um, we got two linebackers, a safety, and then uh, a quarterback. All the all those guys are three stars. They're probably our best recruits coming in next year. All those were because of uh, Coach C. Just you know, absolutely locking down the, the Jersey scene. Um, and I'm a Jersey guy, so I, I know a little bit about that. You are a Jersey and, guy, uh, yep. And we said it coming in too. We said we knew the secondary was going to be good. That was where the most experience was. They played well last year. Um, yeah, yeah how about could, that you, by the way
1: Dude, dude, us, us for calling that.
0: That was probably the one unit we predicted correctly,
1: right? <laughs> we got that every was, single other thing wrong. The we said single. Darius Wade's going to win yep, the Heisman. Our yep. running game's going to suck.
0: Tommy Swinney would be Heisman runner up, I think. <laughs> yeah. He caught four. But our passes. secondary's
1: going to lock it down. No worries. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we nailed that one. Um, you know, in all seriousness, we do have probably the best secondary or, you know, top 10 secondary in the country. Um, Iowa has a pretty good one, too. More on that later um you know obviously Lucas Dennis leads the country in picks um where where i think as a team we're number 5 in the country in picks um if your coach does, you just you gotta pay him whatever he wants. Make him D coordinator. Do whatever you have to do to keep him. Um, both for recruiting, and it turns out you know he's actually a pretty darn good
1: coach too. Well, speaking of that, you got to give some credit to uh, the guys who just got you know named to all the uh, all ACC teams, All America teams, and and, and most recently the Senior Bowl. Se- were, senior Bowl. I think we got yep. three defensive, definitely two defensive backs got named Cam and uh, Cam and Isaac. I think Isaac yep. Guy, I think got in, yep. and then the, we we have a third guy going. I forget who that is. Off the top Will of Harris. I don't know. Will Harris, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just a a tremendous, a tremendous job by Campanelli. I will say there is a part of me, a selfish part of me that, uh, does not like when assistant coaches get recognition because all it means is that they're more apt to leave the program. Um, but you know, again, it's, it's going to be hard to keep him in his current position. Uh, he, he is certainly a rising star in the industry and I'm sure we'll be on to bigger and better things, whether that's, you know, something like a D coordinator at BC, um or you know a a a a big job elsewhere so yeah definitely congrats to coach Singh that's, that's well deserved dude
0: and last point on on this so he he was at Rutgers he he played at Rutgers and then he was assistant coach at Rutgers for a few years and then they had a coaching change and they let him go which was so dumb i mean his brother is the coach at Bergen Catholic um he's very well connected to all New Jersey high school you know big time football programs he's tight with uh Tolls dad Who's uh who was that Don Bosco I, I don't know all the all the Jersey schools are obviously football powerhouses um, so you know, no brainer for, for him to sign on a BC and I'll tell you what I mean obviously love that the job Jim reed has been doing but. Make him de-coordinate. I, I don't care, man. He's an up-and-comer, and, and he's going to leave otherwise. So yeah, um, thousand percent. But dude, yeah, during we the, said week, the same thing. We said the same
1: thing with. We said the same thing with uh, the guy yeah. last year went off to Cincinnati, right? Washington, yeah. Well, only other note on Campanelli. I'm pretty sure, and this just could be me being stupid and just saying, you know, all white guys with beards look alike. But I'm pretty sure Campanelli is the same person as Ricky Brown, our special teams coordinator. Yeah, usually, I agree
0: with you. That one's wrong. That one is wrong. <laughs> um, I did some That's research this morning, so I know they're wrong. But, uh, yeah, no, good good point there. Hey, Ricky Brown, actually, um, he's an actor. He was in a movie um, that didn't do too well. Um, okay. But he's, he, had a, he had a job as an actor. I think it's the same Ricky Brown. I was Googling him uh, a couple Ricky weeks Brown ago. Ricky Brown seems like
1: it could be a common name, to be honest. Yeah, so don't quote me on that either. Don't quote you on that. Um, all right, I'm going to roll into my food, keep it on the football talk now that we are in the football portion of the show. So my big pood here is BC shaming. So this is going to take a couple forms. So I may have mentioned this last episode, but we saw it with the Miami fans to kind of shut up the Florida State fans talking trash during the ACC championship game. Uh, Obviously, they were making fun of Miami for being so embarrassing. And Miami came back with, well, at least we didn't lose to Boston College by 32. Uh, We also saw it from Ohio State fans discrediting Bama's win over Florida State. Uh, to try to kind of knock Alabama down a little bit. They were saying, well, Florida State, yeah, great, you beat them, but they lost to Boston College. Um, And now we're saying it from people, uh, from fan bases upset that Duke is ranked ahead of them in basketball. They're saying, you know, how is Duke, you know, still top five? They lost to Boston College. And then lastly – uh, you're seeing it from kind of a, a lot of the general sports writers previewing this this game that we'll get into in a little bit, uh, but they're saying, "Oh, great, Boston College in Iowa. There'll be you know 50 total yards of offense, 100 punts 100 in a three nothing game. Clearly, that's none a compliment, of these people- Matt. Ever heard well, of Smash
0: Mouth football? That's, that's how we true. want to play. That's the Boston <laughs> College Coach Adazio way, man.
1: I love that's that. That's not the Leftler way, and I like that. I like the Lefty Leftler way better. But clearly these people have not watched uh, any Boston College athletics over the past you know, six months. Look, I get it. Uh, we have been you know, an absolute abomination two years ago. was the lowest point in, in modern college athletics history. But let's focus a little bit on the now. We have someone who's going to win the Heisman Trophy next year. Actually, that's another thing to throw in uh dylan is not on like a single 2018 watch list they got uh, uh the the florida state running back who Cam uh, Akers, who uh, came sucks in his, right he, i mean he's a fine running back but but dylan embarrassed him not statistically throughout the year on the night they played he's on every list uh but dylan can't get any love so just add that to the list i'm just sick and tired of it and it is going to make it so much more more rewarding next year we're sitting on top of uh of, of all of college football and all of college basketball at the same time but it is just so goddamn frustrating. I don't know what this team has to do. This team's worked so hard. They've had such a good year, uh, and just consistently, we just get shafted by the national media. And I am sick and tired of it.
0: Agreed. I, I have
1: nothing to add.
0: Thousand percent. The only, I mean, the only way to fix it, obviously, is, is to just keep winning. Um, you got to cultivate a winning tradition in order for it to get some respect. We had it in the, in the late 2000s. Um, we obviously don't have it now. We will under Daz. We just, you know, keep the ship moving and. You know, we beat Iowa. That's that's the start, and then uh, keep the momentum going. Basketball is still a giant question mark. So it's every time. BC, what the hell? I beats, thought you were
1: back on the bandwagon.
0: Every time BC beats Duke, you're going to get that reaction. But but football? I mean, come on, man. The last, right, last the made, last six on.
1: games. Well, no, you, you can't compare. I got you for 21 bas- minutes on the on the on the bandwagon.
0: You can't. You can't compare basketball to football right now. All right, so I'm still taking DAS over if I have it. If I have to make a choice. Oh really? Um, no way. Well, yeah. Well, wow. Can't you, you just let me finish my point, Matt. <laughs> you're taking Daz? Well, that's incredible. I don't even know where I was going with that. But basically, Matt, <laughs> it's still BC. It's still Jim Christian. It's a fluke win because we don't have any other good wins. So you're going to get that reaction. Football, you got you got to turn on the TV. you got to see, uh, you know, Dylan is just absolutely tearing it up. We scored 35-plus points, you know, I think the last eight games outside of NC State. So um, so those people, I mean, obviously, I was getting a good day. You know, those people that are saying that are just that they're not college football fans. They're just BC haters. They didn't get in, whatever. Who knows? But in order to turn that around, you just got to keep winning.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so we are we're running a little long. And I want to make sure we have plenty of Iowa talk. But uh, I do want to just quickly do a duteous corpus for the playoff prediction. So we have Bama and Clemson in New Orleans and we have Georgia and Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. Really quick. Let's get your picks for those two games in the national championship.
0: I got Clemson over Oklahoma
1: um, in an awesome, awesome championship game. Wow, I'm right there with you. I, 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 I think I'm giving Clemson a little ACC bias. Uh, Bama scares me, especially in New Orleans. It's going to be a home game for them. Obviously, they travel probably a little better than Clemson. Uh, and then again, I'm with you. I think Oklahoma is, is a much better team than, than Georgia. Baker Mayfield will be handing the Heisman to A.J. Dillon next year, which will be cool. Uh, but overall, I'm actually pretty excited for those two games. I think they're going to be they're going to be <laughs> worth the money. Correction,
0: the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl, which is what BC was supposed to be in, yep. uh, is actually Thursday. It's, it's oh, okay. Tem- Temple, Florida, Atlantic. So,
1: oh, so it's stay- too bad we missed that. Or uh,
0: Florida International. International. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so too stay, bad. Stay that's,
1: that's, that's really too bad we missed that. Um, all right, let's, let's roll into Iowa here. I've got a really good fun fact that I don't think you're going to steal it, so I will defer to you to, to go first.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I have two of them, actually, Matt. Um, I'll start with this one um hogs outnumber humans four to one in iowa
1: wow yeah that's pretty incredible
0: yeah so that one i didn't have a good source on it was on a website um i wasn't necessarily using it in a paper but um yeah i think that i, can, I buy it right there's a lot of hogs a yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, lot of land right so yep
1: okay no i'm right there with you uh, um go for also second
0: one. yeah yeah sure um so it's actually a, a law in iowa city um a man with a mustache is not allowed to kiss a woman in public in Iowa City. Interesting. Same uh, same website. Same website.
1: Take those with a a grain of salt there. All right. Let's hope Audie doesn't uh, travel to the game. That would be uh, if we ever play (laughs) at Iowa. That would be too bad for him. Uh, That's a good rule, though. I think that's overall, I think that's a no harm, no foul. Um, I like my fun fact. I feel pretty good about this one. 79% of the state of Iowa's dentists went to the University of Iowa. I mean, I guess they're not going to, like, outsource them from anywhere else, and maybe Iowa State just doesn't do dentists, but that's, like, really high. That seems like a crazy high number. I'm shocked when I saw that number, that they control 80% of the dentists in the state. Uh, I don't know why that was so interesting to me, but that is also a legitimate fact. It was from the University of Iowa website, so yeah, uh, man, I, maybe I think a little more reliable.
0: You're going to find that out there where there's only a couple of univers- You're used to Boston where you have 100 colleges, right? Everyone's from everywhere. but That's true. I think when you go out there, it's, yeah, did you go to, did you go to State or did you go to U? That's yeah. That's that is what it is, um, but yeah, good good one anyway. Um, thanks, thanks, man. I, I, there was a joke about Iowa. Um, I'm not going to have it here, Matt,
1: but it was about teeth. You used it. You already used it with the Bulls. They lost their Bulls.
0: Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Find, well, yeah, but it was one that I didn't use. It was about. Um, hey, you know what a good pickup line is in Iowa? Nice tooth, because they only have Hang one. Hang on a sec. Teeth.
1: Can we? So uh, about the Bulls joke, I want to just kind of go back to that quickly because I yeah, don't think we spent enough time on that. Yeah, yeah, that was bad, huh? So so is that. That's not like specific to Iowa, right? That's yeah, just it was. someone you're going to play in a bowl?
0: No, that was a an
1: Iowa jokes about Iowa University website. Because um, they always lose in, in in bowl games or something? Yeah, they've, they've lost five straight. Did you not do any homework? I, I didn't know there was five straight.
0: Yeah, so that's that's kind okay. of the joke. It's Matt, it's, it's not my best work, I know, but it, it
1: was from a website, and,
0: I, and that's where I got it from.
1: Got it. All right, no, that, that actually plays a lot better then. Okay. That okay. changes my opinion of that joke.
0: Okay, all right. I'm, um, I'm glad to hear that here. Good.
1: Um, all right, what is up next? Let's do some. Let's do some alumni. This is a good list. I'm, I'm oh, pretty happy with what they've had with With what they shoot. have here.
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to do some of this by memory here. Why don't you go first?
1: Okay, I will lead it off with uh, by far the biggest name, which obviously I think we normally like to go away from, but uh, I, I think he, he definitely deserves. Not Ashton Kutcher is a strong first overall pick. Obviously, what what was Punked? Punked was his show, right? Yep. Uh, now married to Milo Kunis, who is also from Iowa, so they are the first couple of Iowa officially. Uh, who, so, by the way, was not
0: in No Strings Attached, but was, but in, a, was in the sequel yeah. with Justin Timberlake, friends with Ben.
1: Well, yeah, not officially the sequel, but yeah, they were so they should have just traded movies because that was Exactly. What it's their very confusing. Was. It's confusing, very confusing to
0: begin with, but then when on top of Ashton actually being married to Either way, he's out kicking the heck out of his coverage. Um, He's, you know, not not a good-looking guy.
1: Yeah, really quickly. Which one of those two did you like better?
0: No strings attached. Movies or or, or gals? Movies. Oh, Friends with Benefits is a better movie. Which one is Friends with Benefits?
1: Justin Timberlake.
0: That's that's JT and JT. That's probably why it's better because JT is just funnier than than Ashton. Um, But but gun to my head, give me Portman over Kunis any day.
1: Okay, so you kind of didn't really answer the question. You kind of took one from each, but okay, that's fine. uh okay let's let's keep this moving here matt why don't you go why don't you go
0: um all right so i'm in my two hole here i'm gonna go with tom brokaw
1: good answer um
0: who he is a meet the press guy right he's a he's a newsman he reports the news very famous um i couldn't pick him out of a lineup um but he's one of those guys that you hear the name he's very famous i was honestly hoping that you would take this one um on his wikipedia page um it says brokaw matriculated at the university of iowa in iowa city iowa but dropped out after a year as he apparently failed to keep up his studies, in his words, majoring in beer and co-eds. College. So, so that's Tom Brokaw. Total, fr-
1: total frat move there. More, yeah. yeah. More like Tom Brokaw. That's right. Good one, got Matt. Got it. Nice. Um, um, you, got, you got two in a row, right?
0: Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, – shoot. So I had Ashton, so that was going to be my second one Sorry. here. Um, I'll go with uh, Gene Wilder, who mm-hmm. is obviously – Willy Wonka and Willy Wonka in the, Ch- the Chocolate Factory, um, just, you know, all time, all time actor was also in Blazing Saddles, which is if you haven't seen that, it's, it's a movie from the 70s. Um, that's very funny. Usually old movies like that, the old westerns aren't, aren't funny, but this one is funny. Um, highly recommend it. And obviously, you know, Willy Wonka is, a, is just one of the, the best characters probably of our generation um, or the generation before us, however that works. So, um, yeah, but he's a he's a Hawkeye. Love it.
1: Uh, R.I.P., by the way, he is dead. He died. Uh, yes. Yeah, he is in, officially in Conne- dead. In Connecticut is where he died. Back. Oh, well, that's where I'm from. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe I knew him. Uh, also, while we're talking about old funny movies, I want to give a little shout out to Airplane. was on the movie channels this weekend. Caught that for a little bit. Just a hilarious movie. Haven't seen Blazing Saddles, but maybe we could do a little movie swap. Uh, that sounds like something that would be fun. I'll go with, uh, with number four. I'm going to go with Terry O'Quinn. So he played John Locke in Lost. Uh, and no, 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 you used this one already. Okay,
0: no way, no idea. <laughs> you definitely used this guy already.
1: Where,
0: uh, uh, where did he go? I don't he, know what. I don't remember. Virginia Tech I, or one of them. I don't know, Matt. You used this one already.
1: though. I, actually, now that you say it, I kind of feel like I did use it again. Maybe he got his. He probably transferred. He uh, he attended Central Michigan. <laughs> And the University of Iowa. God damn it. You used it for Central Michigan. All right, no, so he's on the Central Michigan roster. That's fine, so I'll skip him. He doesn't count. Uh, then I will go with uh, Tennessee Williams. So he was in a uh, – I'm sorry, he wasn't in. He's a very famous playwright. Uh, he wrote Matt, a Street a street – Yeah, Matt. what's that? I think you've also used Tennessee. Williams. I have not used Tennessee Williams. <laughs> no, no, look no. him up. I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> there's no way I've used Tennessee Williams too, unless again, all like there's just physically no way. I, I think, uh, you know what? No, I didn't use Tennessee Williams. I used, uh, I used, uh, the actor who was also the Godfather. who was in one of Tennessee movies. Is, okay. All right. Tennessee all Williams right. Is, is movie. Uh, let me just make sure he did go to, he went to Missouri, so I can't use him next year. Uh, <laughs> It actually doesn't say anything about... Oh, no, he, then he moved to University of Iowa. Okay, yeah, we're good. Cool. Hey, so Tennessee Williams. Hey,
0: off the top of my head here, I know a couple of plays that he's written. Um, one is A Streetcar Named Desire. Correct. And then two is Cat on a Hot Tin Roof.
1: That's correct. And it, Glass Menagerie being the third. Those are it, three classics.
0: little AP English for you there.
1: Well, right there. That's, that's that BC education. I love it. Uh, yeah, phenomenal playwright. Some really good stuff. Stella, again, Streetcar Named Desire. And then for number five... And I don't know what you're going to do for six here uh, after this. So hopefully I got, got two I got two sleep. really good ones. OK, great. I'm going to go. This is this is a very specific name, uh, very specific to the class of 2013. Um, but Ann Patchett, she is the <laughs> author of the book Run. Uh, more importantly, she was the convocation speaker for Boston College class of 2013, freshman convocation. Run was the book that uh, they made everyone read, you know, the summer beforehand, I would say the average uh, kid probably read what like seven pages of it. Yeah, I missed uh, that one, Matt. Yeah, so so it wasn't a very relevant speech. I think the year before had Barack Obama or something like that, uh, which obviously is is a better speaker than Ann Patchett. Well, is it take it easy? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, I think fundamentally it absolutely is. But you know, if you want if you want Ann Patchett as your speaker, uh, that's on you. So yeah, I guess that's six. Not the most relevant, but it is what it is. Or five. You got
0: six. I got six. Uh, yeah, so I have two left. Um, and when I said really good ones, these are pretty bad here, Matt. Um, one is gonna be D. B. Woodside, um, who is a uh African American actor who looks a lot like Morris Chestnut, um, who is another actor. Um, but any so D B Woodside, Matt, you're a twenty four guy, right? Yep. He was so you remember David Paul yes, the president? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, yeah, his brother. It. His brother Wayne
1: Palmer, who also was president um, later. Spoiler alert.
0: Uh, correct. Yeah, I think he had an affair with the chief of staff, or I forget the. the I think it was season three, so I don't really remember. Uh, he's also in a bunch of other movies. I think he's in Like Mike, um, but that also could be the real Morris Chestnut. If you Google them both, there's a side by side picture. Yeah, that's pretty. Um,
1: that's pretty wild.
0: He's also in Suits, which is you know recently um, I'm a Suits guy. He's also in that Awkward Moment, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's Zac Efron, Michael B. Jordan, Miles Teller, and this guy. D.B. Woodside slash Morris Chestnut. It's one of them. We don't um, know. We don't so know. So he's my sixth man. Um, I also have Tom Arnold, who is uh, from that <laughs> yes. the Best damn yeah. Sports
1: show, period. Yeah, he uh, deserves to be on there. Which,
0: that, that show, man, it was on forever. And it was just a John staple, yeah, staple yeah, of great. our childhood. If, if, you know, ESPN and ESPN2 and ESPNU and, all, and everything else is on commercial, maybe you flip over to, uh, what channel was it on? Uh, Fox Sports.
1: Fox was sports it, was Fox Sports. Yeah, it was like old school Fox Sports. Yeah, so though, it's right? Comcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Comcast. Yeah, right. The Comcast morphed into, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the whatever the Celtics played on, Celtics, right? yeah. That, that's exactly. what it was. Yeah, yep. the best
1: damn sports show Fox period. Fox Sports New England, yeah.
0: So that's uh, that's my honorable mention there.
1: Nice. I like it. And then the only other one I want to give a shout out to is Mildred Benson, who was the author of Nancy Drew. Uh, everyone knows I'm a big mystery book guy, or at least I was growing up. So uh, didn't read too many Nancy Drew books. I was more of an encyclopedia brown guy, but I respect the genre and respect the game.
0: Not oh, right. Well, I was a, I was an encycloped I was, I mean, I, I love the Hardy Boys.
1: Hardy um, Boys were good. Yep.
0: And there was also, who was the girl that, her name was camera and she took um, pictures.
1: Uh, Amelia Bedelia.
0: Nope. Nope. But good, okay. good guess. Um, no, there was a girl named that she went by cam cause she had a photograph memory. Um, Oh. Was, um. camera cam.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll
0: to talk about that offline. Hang
1: on. Um, cam jansen there you go yeah so and then there um, was one there was someone named keys too keys yeah, I, we, just,
0: we just can't do this all night matt <laughs> uh, um so iowa comes in at seven and five uh, is that where we're at right now we're gonna talk iowa yeah uh no
1: you gotta iowa do football? travel travelability we gotta do travelability oh shoot uh, all right i'll just go first i'll keep it quick yeah but i'll go out of five rvs again that's the rule everyone knows the score uh four point five five Uh, which is, which is very high period, but you know, it it is a bowl game. So I'm going to give you my negatives first and knock it, you know, down. Uh, Matt, what's the weather going to be? Well, I'm going to get there, Matt. That's, that's item, that's item one actually. So it could be in a warmer location. It's going to be in the twenties. It's going to be clear, which is nice. But, uh, last time we were at Yankee Stadium, I think it was in the forties, if not low fifties, which is obviously much more comfortable. So it's going to be a very, very, very chilly, uh, Wednesday evening, uh, could be in a warmer location that would, that would help, um, I wish the fan base that we were playing against was, you know, was a little more excited. It sounds like it's going to be kind of a half full stadium with our half being the full one. So like that limits it a little bit. Obviously you want a great atmosphere. Uh, You know, Penn state, as much as I hate them and their fan base, they brought a really exciting atmosphere last time we were there. And then the other thing is I I wish it was a little farther from Christmas. It does make the travel a little tough. You know, we kind of have to race back to the city to, to uh, you know, to get to the game in time. So you know, it would be nice if this was a 29th or or even a 30th game. You can enjoy the holidays a little bit more, and then kind of you know use it as a good way to, to cap off the week. Um, but still, it's an iconic stadium in our backyard. Big Ten opponent. Uh, we're playing awesome football. Uh, they're they're playing pretty good football, so it should be a really good matchup. So still a very high score, and, and you know a bowl game 20 minutes from from you know our house at, at uh, it, it is tough to beat. So 4.55 is uh, is a good score.
0: Yeah, and that's a lot of negatives you listed. I, I kinda see it as at the end of the day, we could have been in this uh in the in the bad boy mowers, Gasparilla bowl. Um so I'll go anywhere outside of that. Uh so for that reason I'm gonna bump it up to a four point seven. Obviously it'd be great to be in a uh New Year's New Year's six ball or you know, in the playoff discussion. That that's we'll, get we'll get there. I'd go higher, right? Yeah. So next year obviously we'll be higher. Um I, I got a buddy at work that that went to the University of Iowa and you know moved to moved to Boston just you know out of the blue and so he, he and I have kind of a rivalry going. He hates BC and I hate Iowa as results. So we got big money on the game. Um, I, I it is too bad that you know Iowa isn't more into it. I, I, they they're saying the same thing around. Oh, it's BC and it's New York. I'm it's, you know I'm not going to go, but you know whatever we'll, we'll we'll beat them. And if that's how we have to you know become rivals or, or at least a serious opponent for these people, then so be it. We'll get a we'll get a bull streak going and. You know, is what it is. But it, it's Yankee Stadium. It's in our backyard. All the reasons you said. It's going to be cold, but it's uh, you know, it should be a fun day. I haven't really. I've been to one Yankees game out there. uh Yankee game, right? Yeah, they said
1: they, they don't say the S in New that's York. That's right. It is it's, it is this, it, and this is a horrible city. Let's be clear. It's dirty. It's 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 loud. Uh, but the single worst thing about this city is that they do not put the S's on the end of their game. They go to the Ranger game, the yep. Met game, the Yankee game. That is infuriating. You're seeing uh, multiple Islander players. Game. You're yep. seeing, so either you're seeing multiple players, so I'm seeing the Yankees play a game, or it's possessive. Whose game is it? It's the Yankees game. There, there is no grammatical or fundamental explanation of why they would drop the E and just refer to it as the Yankee game. Uh, it bothers me every single time I, I have anything to do with sports in the city. So thank you for bringing that up and, 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 you know, raising my heart rate higher than it needs to be right now. Quick question.
0: I'm, I'm, Cause I'm, I've only been there once. Is there, is there like a Yaki way equivalent at it, it, near the stadium or is it like the sort of thing where you hang out in the city all day and then you take the train in?
1: No, no, no. There, so th- there's, there's a stretch of bars. So there's, there's definitely some good bars. BC's renting out, uh, one of the bigger ones. It's kind of a rip off. So I don't think we're going to do that, but, um, it's, it's like a much grosser area i guess than Yaki way and, and and you know uh Landsdown. but there are still six or seven good bars so we'll, we'll find one of those i'm sure iowa or actually iowa did rent out one of them as well so we'll, we'll go to one of the ones that is unoccupied but uh yeah i think our plan is to head out there you know relatively early in the afternoon so we can just not deal with you know a train delay or anything like that causing us to miss the opening i think we dealt with that a little bit last time we were here so this will be a more more leisurely afternoon Got it. But hey, either way, it's,
0: uh, it's a heck of a, it. should be a heck of a game. And could, again, a lot of a lot of worse places we could end it up, whether it be Shreveport, whether it be, um, you know, uh, all the other. <laughs> Where else were we supposed to go? I forget. But Oh, I don't know. I um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we Sunday, could have gone El Paso, anywhere. Right. El Paso. Exactly. The and the fact that that we're in New York and, and it's a big time game. You know, we're, we're psyched about that. As far as the game itself, Iowa obviously is a, a pretty good football team. They, uh, you know, their biggest win was they beat Ohio State by 30 points. Uh, them out of the playoff. cost them a, a playoff appearance, which is obviously, you know, pretty impressive. And, and really, that they've they have five losses, but they've kept it close with ev- pretty much everyone. I think they lost big to Wisconsin. Um, the only bad loss they've had was to Purdue, who isn't that bad. Um, so they've had a pretty solid year. They're very similar to, to us. Um, our only bad loss, I guess, would be to, to Wake, right? So um, we sort of mirror them from that standpoint. We don't have a a big win like that on our uh, on our resume. Um, But but I think that, you know, like them, we're very good defensively. Um, We have a couple standout players on both sides of the ball. Um, So I I think from a from a matchup standpoint, everyone's saying it's going to be three nothing game putt fest. And it very well could be. It has nothing to do with the offense. It's just these these are two of the best defensive teams in the country.
1: Yeah, for, for me, it's just the thing that stands out is just how solid they are all the way around. They don't do anything great. But they really don't do anything that bad. Uh, you know, Sagarin, again, at 7-5, and five, has them as a 22nd uh, ranked team, which for a 7-5 team, I think, says a lot to be 22nd. It shows, you know, that you're really not, you know, you're not getting blown out. You're, you're playing good teams, whatever, compared to us at 33. So I think we are very comparable there, uh, which I think is going to make for a good matchup. And I also think it's fair that they're three-point favorites with that said. Um, in, in terms of their play style, they have a pro-style offense, but they are stronger in the air. Their, you know, run game is is much more of a grounded out bruising run game, as you'd expect from an Iowa Big Ten team. They have a strong physical offensive line, but they're only averaging, you know, 3.7 yards per carry. So they're not going to be this explosive, speedy offense. Um, the, the one thing I will say is that they are they're, they're sloppy with the ball. So they are 120th in FBS uh, with losing 13 fumbles this year. So that's just about last place. So, you know, that's definitely some place that we need to take advantage uh, take advantage of especially on a cold day. Everyone will be a little bit raw. It's obviously holder, uh, harder to hold on to the football. Uh, and then the other thing is they've allowed 22 sacks on the year. So hopefully that's good news for, for uh, ACC snub Zach Allen. He'll a little chip on his shoulder and, and uh, be ready to eat. And obviously Ty Schwab and, and you know, the boys. Uh, and maybe, maybe it's a good
0: opportunity there. surprise Landry appearance. Never going to happen, but um – you know, oh, by the way, he's in,
1: he's in the senior bowl as well. We didn't mention him either. He's he's. But he's not playing bowl. though, is he? Well, I mean, we don't know, but yeah, theoretically not.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone. If you're a top ten pick, right, you're not going to play well, he's in the bowl. He's, or you're he's, not he's
1: gonna slid, so that's one. Yeah, I, I can see the bowl, but I think the senior bowl is still. You know, it's almost like a combine. It's it's people aren't going. You know, full speed for for risk of injury, but not uh, still showing picks. off what they are going to do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I hope he. I hope he does. Obviously, I hope he. I don't want him to regret that he stayed around another year, but, um, but it's incredible how,
0: how high they they still have him going.
1: Um, Right.
0: He has not been good at all this year when he's been in there and obviously had to miss the entire second half of the year, but um, he's still, I don't know what the most recent projections are, but top, top 12 at least. So, um, but, but, you know, to your point, so Iowa leads the country in picks. I think they have 19 to to BC's 18.
1: Um, In in, in getting interceptions, like, is, Correct. Throwing them.
0: How, how do you want me to say this more clearly, Matt? They intercept the ball from <laughs> the, when the quarterback throws it. Their defense intercepts it. Um, they have a guy named Josh Jackson who is not the Virginia Tech quarterback, or he's also not Charlie Conway. Ah, that the was the second was going to
1: follow up. Okay. Um,
0: so he has seven picks, tied with the nation, uh, with the lead in the, in the country with Lucas Dennis, your boy, L LBS, LB, B S yeah, D. L B S L B D. Yeah, there you go. L B D S no L B S D big swing. All right. That's right. Uh, So it's kind of a a battle within the game here is who's going to come out with the, uh, the most picks in the country. Um, They are susceptible to the run. Uh, Obviously that bodes well, or bodes poorly for them. If uh, they're playing against AJ Dillon, which, which they are. So I like Dylan have a big game. Um, You know, you got obviously Wade going, which people seem to forget, you know, we don't have our starting quarterback. It is going to be Wade. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to take that into consideration. So, but um, I love,
1: but I love what they did for Wade against you know it's with Syracuse and 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 uh, you know even when we saw them as Louisville as well. So I have plenty of confidence in him. It's for me, it's more uh, a question of law of Leftler and his game plan. You know, I, yeah, think, Wade, I think Wade can execute if you give him the right plan. If you're
0: Kirk Ferentz, and you have a month to uh, defend against it. I'm worried about that. If if he can only do bootlegs, which we've discussed, um, you know, I don't know how you how you def- defend that necessarily. What you do differently, but you do something. You send the ends off off the. Uh, off the block, or whatever the expression is, and just, just blitz the heck out of them, um, but tell you what, they, they have a five-game bowl, loose streak, and I think that comes down to coaching, and um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I like our guy, Matt. I like Coach Dazio. Um, we obviously had a big bowl game last year. We kind of threw the kitchen sink at, at Maryland and went out with guns, guns blazing, so if they do something similar, um, you know, I certainly like our chances.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, I, and honestly, last year's bowl game gives me some confidence here as well. I think we saw that you know, Leffler and Daz were definitely uh, ready to open up the playbook and kind of shoot everything we, we, you know, had at Maryland. Um, obviously, we saw that more in the regular season this year, which was great, and I'm very happy we saw that change. But I certainly expect more of that, if not, you know, getting even more aggressive in the bowl game. These guys know they have nothing to lose. It's, it's We've had a good year. and We have an incredibly bright future. Let's go out and have some fun. Let's, uh, let's let the boys loose a little bit. The other thing I'm thinking, too, quite frankly, is, you know, I, I do think the lack of excitement. Uh, From the fan base is I I do think that affects the players a little bit. I think, uh, you know, a lot of them probably had their hopes set on national playing an SEC team. They're probably not thrilled about having to go to 20 degree New York City against Boston College. Uh, You know, that that's not ideal for them. So you hope they're going to be a little checked out. Obviously, the atmosphere in the stadium should be, uh, you know, pretty pro BC and, and quiet on the Iowa side. Um, and I think that will that will definitely help us. I'll, I'll roll right into my predictions again. Like I said, they're solid all around. They do make some mistakes that we need to take advantage of. Uh, we really need to keep our run game going and have and have Wade be Wade. But I think we keep this momentum going. Uh, you know, we really have shown no signs of slowing down with the one exception of the injury game uh with nc state but i think we keep the playbook open the boys keep everything moving i think this is uh you know they have a lot to prove especially with a lot of them you know getting their acc recognition they want to keep that going and, and build the hype for next year so i think we went 31 to 21 you know we uh we don't completely blow up the scoreboard with with 40 and 50 like we've been doing a couple people uh, a couple teams this year but but i really feel good about our chances and i think we uh we send everyone home happy
0: listen it comes down to coaching and uh Coach Dazio, you have a month to prepare. I, I don't. Th- I think that he's just going to keep keep the momentum going. He's going to outsmart you know the other side here. I I Daz, I just I love this guy. I I
1: think they are just. It's getting it's getting uncomfortable. Let's just I know, be but
0: it, I I was, I was looking at his, his uh, transcript from his press conference today. I don't know how anyone doesn't like this guy. He just says all the right things. It's he's really dumb, but like. <laughs> he's just—he's just the
1: ultimate football guy. Him and, him and Ty Schwab are just a match made in heaven.
0: It's, they sure are, Matt. Uh, the Eagles send Coach Daz out with a W. Um, Eagles twenty-four, Hawkeyes twenty-three. I think it's going to be a close one, though.
1: All right. Wow, that's that's a little close for comfort. But two uh, two Eagles wins, and and I don't think we've been ever wrong this year uh, beyond our original prediction of ten and two. But at the same time, I think we we recounted the last episode that wasn't that wrong. So thanks again for listening all season. We'll probably. You know, be back with with a recap of this game, as well as intermittently throughout the basketball season, as we highlight our first return to the tournament in like ten years. Uh, if you're in the Bronx and New York on on next Wednesday, definitely look for us. We'll uh, we'll be at a few bars. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram to uh, to keep an eye on all of our game day activities. Uh, but otherwise, it's it's looking ahead, and I think we got a great chance to end the season on a high note uh, next week. It's always a great day to be a dude.